0: And welcome back to the learn to code podcast, I am Jorge Escobar, and this episode is part two of how to learn to code fast in 2022. In the previous episode, we talked about taking notes, how to create index cards to study, and basically these are generic study techniques that you can acquire or learn, not just for programming and coding, but for many other things, including a school. Uh, college and whatnot so um, that's where we are at and now working on actually coding itself taking notes and and memorizing things within the index cards is really good and dandy but what we are required to do on the job is to create code to solve problems basically we are problem solvers with code and that's basically the main target here so uh, after we reach the end of the chapter, let's remember the previous episode, when we are learning to code from a Udemy course and LinkedIn learning course or Pluralsight or whatever other website there is for learning to code, most of the time these courses have uh, uh, are divided into sections or chapters. Most of the time, every single chapter is very well condensed and it's going to save you a lot of time. Uh, because not just it's going to teach you something useful of about the skills that you're trying to learn but it's actually going to deliver whatever you need exactly to basically develop that application to create that website etc so using the chapter structure into our advantage we can basically at the end of the chapter take all of our index notes on all of our notes uh, cornell notes go back to the beginning of the chapter and rewatch the course once again this time with your code editor in hand the first video you're going to watch is probably going to be just uh, an overview of the course because if you are trying this out with the first um with the first programming language or or with the first section of the course most of the time these sections include just an overview of the course overview of the technology or programming language you're trying to to learn and installation tutorials These are not necessary for you to remember exactly because even installation instructions, although they are very useful, the truth is that you are going to only do this once and forget about it. And the next time you need to install your development environment, you're pretty much going to go back to the installation instructions anyway. Unless you are installing this over and over again, it's not really useful for you to memorize this most of your time you're going to be working with your programming language or your tools or your development environment itself. So you can actually skip many videos at the beginning of chapter one for most courses. Get into the videos that you know that you you don't really understand or that you don't really know. So this is my first step for the day. Uh, Remember your index cards from the previous episode. Uh, You are going to have two bunches of cards one for things that you already know and uh, and since you already know those basically you can move away from them just discard them or save them somewhere else you don't really need them anymore because since you already know it's going to feel great to read the card and and name the description or understand the concept that's going to feel great because you already know it but uh, it's not efficient it just feeds your ego you need to Choose those videos that you already know that you don't really understand. So you can skip the in the, the basic hello world video. You can skip uh, basically uh, whatever you already understand, like variable declarations. And if you have problems or issues understanding the first videos, uh, just just check them out again. But this time you are going to pick up your uh, your favorite or your or your preferred. Uh, text editor, write down the the, the source code for, for, for the exercise, and then you're going to execute the script or compile the program and then run the program or whatever you need to do. Basically, execute whatever you are trying to do. You may fail more often than not, even if the task seems to be simple. More than one time, I've been failing simple stuff because... The version of the technology I'm working on is more new. It's current. You know, it's a new version. And probably the video course I'm watching, although I might say that it's 2022 updated, the truth is that many of these courses, especially in Udemy, they seem to be uh, created like years ago. They are outdated, outdated. (coughs) They are outdated and they don't really take the time the creators don't really take the time to update most of these courses they are basically just reselling you the same course because uh they think well you know what it's not changing enough to justify recording everything again okay so basically what video content creators do is they leave the course as it is and then uh, they just uh, update some description and now the video course reads, uh, this has been updated for 2022, February 2022. So it's not really a scam. It's basically just easier for the video content creator to just, uh, uh, add something, a description, a new video. And, and, but, but most of the time, these courses are very old. So more often than not, the installation instructions for whatever technology you're looking for. Those technologies require uh, current installation instructions. Uh, a good example are uh, Django frameworks videos and, and, and courses. If you're working with Django, uh, the difference between versions seems to be of little impact in the general sense, but for certain things, you are going to need to figure it out how to work with the newest version of Django. So. Uh, these things seems to be trivial, but uh, they seem to, they are actually uh, very important to manage. So my first step is to basically pick up the videos you don't understand and study those. So open those again, rewatch them, write the code on, in, on your text editor, compile it, run it, uh, whatever is necessary to verify that whatever knowledge you learned is actually useful. That you can actually execute because at the end of the day you're not taking away index cards or Cornell notes you are taking away the skill itself to develop something it's pretty much useless that you spend your time learning something and you cannot just execute you need to execute so that's my first step basically is rewatch the course or the chapter or the video and execute the code now If you already have knowledge about Git, it is recommended that you create a repository for every single one of your courses and this repo is going to be storing your exercises. So you can create a very basic Git init command and basically just store there all your exercises. You don't really need to create more than one branch, master branch or main branch is more than enough I would recommend that if you already have the knowledge of how to work with Git, do it. If you don't know what I just said, don't worry about it. This is optional. Anyway, uh, tip number two. Once you find out or once you figure out what you want to build, do not rush to create that big project. First, follow the projects or the ed or the exercises on the course. More than one time, the, the, the temptation, the temptation to create my dream project while I am learning is way too big because my logic says, you know what, if I already learning how to create this website, why not just create my dream website? Maybe a shop, an, in, an online store, an online catalog, maybe an email list, whatever it is, uh, maybe... While I am learning, I can use the time to build the thing that I want to build at the same time. This is a big mistake. And I had fallen more than once on that big mistake. What's going to happen is this. Since you are already learning, then it's going to require for you to, to build this big project. It's going to require you to have knowledge that you don't really have at this point. So... In order to progress with the course and your project at the same time, you are going to fill the gaps with dirty, uh, with quick and dirty code. Basically, a spaghetti code is going to be born just by necessity because you don't really have the entire context and you are trying to build your dream project while you're learning how to use the tools to build that project. So this is a, a false errand, and what I recommend is to avoid building something something for real. Don't build your project. Don't build a product. Focus on learning. Yes, it's going to look dumb to create a program just to learn how to create variables, how to create a loop, how to use arrays, and, and what and those those are the basics on any other programming language. What about JavaScript promises? what about java interfaces what about python lambdas so these are very specific tools for very specific technologies in this case programming languages so if you are going to be building something then do not go for your big project just focus on learning do the exercises understand how they work don't just copy and paste the code see it run and call it a day. You need to actually understand what's going on. If the course you are learning from is not explaining you how things work, you are on the wrong course. Many courses I have encountered where uh, the explanation is basically, you know what? Copy paste this code from this file here and then run. And now let's move on to the next subject. Okay, hold on, what I'm supposed to be doing here. If you see some of those courses, uh, those uh, Udemy play play with those courses. Uh, so you need to be very careful of what courses you are investing your time into. If, if the teacher doesn't know or doesn't explain something that you are going to be using and that you need to actually understand, if the teacher is not teaching you how the thing actually works and he's just telling you push this button and, and let's move on now, uh, hang on a second, because that means that the teacher doesn't understand what he's teaching you. There is a lot of people on Udemy doing those courses. They don't really understand. They obviously, th- there is a balance here because, uh, how many times had we teach other people a hello world for Java? And a hello world in Java, although it does a very simple thing, just type in, a uh, hello world on the, on the terminal and, and call it a day on the console. Uh, the truth is that Many of those uh, uh, Hello World programs, especially in Java, they don't really explain what the the main class is up to, why there is a class with the same name of the file being created, and what are the arguments that this class is going to receive? What do, what do those mean? Uh, obviously, if you're just learning basic Java, nobody's going to explain that to you. Uh, but the thing is that these these things need to be explained because they are going to get misused and misunderstood. So I'm not asking people to explain that, you know what, I'm going to create a class You're starting out and, and my first program is going to be a video about how we create a class in Java and everything is a class. That's going to confuse people. I understand that. But at some point you have to say, you know what, uh, this Hello World program, these first four lines I'm not going to explain them today, but I'm going to explain them, I'm going to explain them later. And later, when you reach that point on, on the course, you need to say this. Okay. Do you remember at the beginning of the course that I said that I was going to explain, uh, the first lines on the Hello World program? Well, that time has come. It's today. It's right now. And you need to explain that. So. This is a tip for content creators mostly, and I and I hope to become one. So maybe I'm going to need to remember this tip for myself. But the thing is, uh, tip number two is to understand the basics. Basically, you need to understand how things work, because if you don't understand how things work, you just understand what things do, uh, then you're going to be very limited on what things you can do with what you are learning. So that's tip number two. And for just to finish this episode very quickly, tip number three is well, now that you are uh taking notes, watching the course once, uh taking your index cards, remembering concepts and re-watching the course, executing the code, creating a repo maybe, or saving exercises in files, running the code. All that is being done. When you finish The course you need to build something with what you learn. Either it's going to be a job that you're looking for. So maybe you're building websites. You may need to build one website for yourself, and that's going to be way better than whatever you want to write on your CV. So you can give, you can share a link to a project. You can share a link to a website. You can share a link to download uh, an app for for the phone. Uh, or a video game, maybe that's going to tell, that's going to say everything that needs to be said about your work. But you need to start building a project when you finish the course. Do not start another course about something similar or the same and start forgetting about the first course. So, uh, this is going to give you permanence of the knowledge you are acquiring. Basically, what this means is, When you finish a course, you are going to be tempted to pick up another course and you are going to think, well, that's progress because I'm learning faster. Not really. The second you stop learning about something or about a course and you are not building anything with it, you start a degradation of knowledge. Basically, what it means is that whatever you don't practice, you lose every single day that passes that you are not practicing what you are learning. You are starting to forget about it. And that happens to me, happens to everybody else. Nobody, and, and I don't think there is somebody in the world that is capable of just remembering everything. Maybe there is, but uh, most probably it's not me or you. So what's going to happen here is, you know what? Uh, it, it happens to me every time when I switch jobs. For example, my my previous job was working with Oracle, and I was working with PLSQL, the scripting language for Oracle. That 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 was it, basically. Uh, before getting that job, the last position that allowed me to work with, with PLSQL, that's the uh, scripting language for Oracle, uh, was 10 years, uh, I believe it was 12 years ago. So the previous, the previous time, the previous day that I picked up, Oracle was 12 years ago before that day, before starting the new job. So, uh, I need to relearn Oracle and PLSQL. So I pick it up. Uh, I picked up um, uh, a PLSQL course from Udemy, from the Oracle Master, a very good course. And uh, I started, I, I began learning, relearning, and I even learned a lot of new things that I didn't know that they are tested basically. So even you have a lot of experience with a, le- with a programming language, you miss every single day, you are not practicing, you are forgetting a little bit so and that was the most extreme example i can comment i can uh, i can come come with so another more realistic example is well you know what a year ago around these dates uh i finished upgrading a website built with no yeah, yes that's javascript so i created this website for a local uh, private school here uh, in mexico And uh, I was working great. I was uh, working great with Node.js and JavaScript. But if you ask me today, what do I remember about JavaScript and how to create websites? I I can barely remember from my memory. I may need to uh, to read the code again. To uh, thankfully, I, I became better documenting projects, so I can remember very quickly. But the truth is that I may need to refresh my JavaScript knowledge because syntax uh, is fleeting from my memory. Basically, it's fading. Uh, Most of those uh, syntax uh, mistakes I commit are going to be uh, erased because, uh, okay, uh, last time I was programming with JavaScript was uh, in March 2021, where in, uh, in, in the end of February 2022, so basically a year ago, uh, what's the last time I was working with JavaScript? So, JavaScript uh, is a little rusty on my brain. So, uh, nothing better than rewatch a course or read the code or revisit tutorials to refresh the knowledge. So, I'm not relearning how to write a loop. I am relearning how to, what's the syntax for a loop in JavaScript. So, I'm not learning what variables are, what classes are. I already know that. What I'm learning is how to write it, how to write a class in Python or in JavaScript or in Java or in C, etc. And depending on the programming language, you are going to find out that um, different programming paradigms, like for example, object orientation, uh, structured uh, query languages, or or functional, functional languages. Well, depending on, on, on the paradigm, it's, it's going to be what you are going to be able to do with that programming language. For web development at the time, it's going to be JavaScript with Node.js and Python. So, uh, obviously you need to refresh the knowledge. So in order to avoid degradation of knowledge after you're finished your course, it is recommended that you pick up one project a small one and created it this could be a simple web page uh you can copy the design from somebody else i don't know maybe create your own design and basically complete that project that website and publish it on the internet it can be a, a simple app for android or ios you may create a command line program to be executed from a terminal maybe from a server it can, you can create a database. It doesn't have to be uh, a product for every, for, 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 for somebody that is not technical. It's not supposed to. Most of the time, the projects that we do are, are software that helps other software. Maybe a database by itself is not very useful for mankind, but maybe in that database, you're storing bank transactions. Or the medical history for, for a lot of people, or or, or the tribe or or maybe the data for a travel a travel agency, or a, you know. So uh, databases are very important, and I would actually say that I think that data is even more important than the software uh, that is relying on. I will say that the data is way more important than the actual software because uh data cannot be easily recovered once lost and if you uh get your data stolen it's even worse than getting your own software I mean like uh, your your application source code stolen because you can basically create a new ver- a newer version or an improved version but for your data uh that's, uh, that's another thing but anyway well, those are my three main tips for learning to code fast in 2022. I know it doesn't seem like easy to do or maybe easy to understand, uh, but I swear that I'm working on my podcast again. I'm going to keep these episodes coming because, um, well, see you later.